You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's ready to give you the high energy performance of a lifetime! Woo! Woo! I'm Cody, and I'm just, I'm gonna blow your socks off with this show. <laughs> uh, I'm Sam, and I'm ready to rock. <laughs> I'm Josh, and I'm here to bring you Power Thirst! Uh, it's I, energy to can! I don't even know. Okay, thank you all for tuning in this week. We have a great show for you, a bunch of news to talk about. But first, let's go over some of the things we've been checking out. Check it out! So tasty! <laughs> so tasty. Was that from Candy Crush? No. No, that was Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. That's that's one that Cody specifically asked me to put on the soundboard. Ah. <laughs> I've never played Monster Hunter beyond the original one, so It's good, you should. I've played even less than that. Your your power thirst reference reminded me of the only energy drink to ever sponsor our show. Dogs. Oh, yeah, the we, extreme, the we extreme gamer energy sauce. We don't talk about dog now. Man, that was a long time ago. Now in hot dog flavor. <laughs> oh oh gosh, uh, I thought you were going to mention Brondo. No, you know I think I plants crave. It's I th- what I, th- I think <laughs> they, they crave the elect the electrolytes. You know that movie was supposed to be satire. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, supposed to be. So anyway, yeah. So you what know, have you guys been checking out? Because I'll tell you what I've been checking out. Work and sleep. <laughs> the inside of my eyelids. Yep. <laughs> um, let's see. I got a few things. I have been playing the absolute wheels off of the Metal Slug series. The side-scrolling shoot-em-up arcade the, game. Metal Slug doesn't have wheels. It has treads. There are some slugs that do have wheels. That's true. You got me there. But you could have said, I've been playing the treads off these Metal Slugs. Some metal slugs have legs. It's true. Some but, of them are jets. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so for people who don't know, Metal Slug is a side-scrolling shooting, kind of kind of like Contra. Like, very much like Contra. Like you get like power-ups and stuff, but it has a very distinct kind of exaggerated art style. Like it's not trying to take itself too seriously. And once in a while, you can jump into vehicles called slugs that are basically like, you know, anime tanks anime walkers camel camel there's a donkey in one that's basically the the camel (laughs) but you can pick up a wagon that has like a cannon on it eventually and launch cannon shells very hard games very much designed to steal your quarters yes one hit you die there's bullets everywhere Mm -hmm. side scrolling platformer (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. with a really weird like the first game is oh you're fighting against this dictator rebellion army or like, whatever like nazi allegory kind not allegory no. but like he looks like basically pastiche kind yeah, thing, nazi yeah. Even, though, pastiche. Even, even though he looks kind of like saddam hussein yeah. uh, uh general morden the the villain of the series he very much looks, looks like saddam hussein he wears like a beret and has a high collar jacket morden that's the name of the villain in the doom patrol tv series oh yeah mr it- nobody eric morden Hmm. Probably no relation, but you know, whatever. 
And also, eventually, Metal Slug crosses over with the Akari Warriors uh, right. games. Who and are also in uh, King of Fighters, some of my yeah. favorite characters. And I think in there's a games. King of Fighters character that, that crosses over into Metal Slug, too, like m- much later in the series. Oh, yeah? Which, do you know which uh, one? I'm not sure. There, there's, I want to say it's like Metal Slug 5 or 6 has a lot of characters you can choose from. And none of the characters really, they don't add different, well, until 6. Six actually, the various characters do have different yeah, sort yeah. of stats. Okay, but before then they don't. All right, so I'm I'm stuck on this Akari Warriors, uh, uh, King of Fighters thing. So you have Hydern, you have uh, uh, Clark and Ralph, Ralph. and uh, Leona and Whip, and there's one other one. Um, she has glasses. Those are all the Akari Warriors from that show up in. King of Fighters, or it's another character from the series like Terry Bogard or Kim Capuan. Whip or and Hydern are the only KOF units so far who have made their way into Metal Slug. Whip and Hydern. Okay, cool. Yeah, Hydern is uh, their uh, uh, commanding commanding officer, and Whip is just another you know whatever. She's a girl with a whip. She's yeah, it's animated really well. It's a really yeah, a lot of frames, <laughs> a lot of a lot of frames in that animation. Speaking of good animation, that's one of the things Metal Slug definitely has. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, their sprite work is like superb. I love the aliens too, the Mars people. Oh yeah, they call them. oh yeah, all the all the various enemies have really goofy names. Like you have, you know, the hero characters are all from the regular army or. Uh, Peregrine Falcon Squad or whatever, mm-hmm. and then there's a uh, there's the, there's the Rebel Army, there's the Mars people. Oh, Mars people! They were in SVC Chaos. They're the tentacle the, monsters. Yeah, they're, they're just, yeah. SNK versus um, Capcom. That's the SNK done one, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the one that was poorly received. Yeah, and buggy is all get out. But the sprites are good. It's really They're cool. Really good. And like the like yeah. the, like the the death animations of a lot of enemies are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um even though there's not a lot of like actual story story, you can kind of pick it up like through like visual nuances and stuff. Mm. And then some of the games just get real real weird where like in one game you run into a bunch of scientists and stuff and start running into zombies. And if a zombie kills you, you come back as a slow-moving zombie. Like, you still have a gun, but then you have an... Instead of throwing a grenade, you have a blood vomit laser. Yeah, like a huge... That I think that's my favorite Metal Slug. It's Metal Slug 3, I think. Yeah, that's 3. I think that's my favorite one. Yeah, like, like if you get killed by the zombie, you lightning strikes your corpse, and then you re-rise, and you're just, you, you can't jump real good, and you move real slow. And I don't think you can pick up weapon power-ups. No, I don't think so. But you do have that awesome spray of blood that fills the whole screen. Pretty much. <laughs> and then there's a in uh there's a mummy level in Yeah, you can get two? turned into a mummy. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, in t- no, it was 3 because they redid that level in Metal Slug X, which is a remake of 3. Or no, it's no, that one's a remake of 2. X is so, like a shuffle of levels from 2 and 3, I think. No, it's two. It's 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 two. It's two done in three with three assets. Um, Seems like a waste of time and money, but <laughs> yeah, that's why I skipped that one originally until uh, the Metal Slug anthology told me I hadn't completed everything. Oh, so I had to go back and play it after oh. I beat six. Hmm. Yeah, at one point you can turn into you can turn into mummies. Nice. Uh, and you can't real you can you move very slowly. You can't really move that well. Uh, and your grenade is like Molotov cocktails. 
mummies. Very underrated Halloween monster. Yeah. Yeah. You always hear about the Draculas and the Frankensteins and the Wolfmans. But never a mummy. Never a mummy. I mean, except for the Brendan Fraser movie. Yes. But, but every, like, enough has been said of, of the Brendan Fraser mummy. Yeah. <laughs> everyone loves it. It's great. It's a great movie that everyone loves. I mean, yeah. I've never met a person who said they didn't like those movies. Yeah. I, I tell you, one one good thing is, you know, kind of getting away from that meme page. Well, the original one got shut down. They got zucked. Oh, really? The the Imhotep's mummy memes or whatever. Oh, really? Or Mimhotep. Mimhotep was what it's called. Mm. Why? Uh, Why would I, they care? Um, I think instead of like reporting abuse to the admins of the page, they were hitting report, which auto flags to Facebook. Oh, gotcha. And so there is a second one, but I never rejoined it. It was called uh, Mimhotep Returns or whatever. Yeah, I've seen those things pop up every now and then. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. I get some, it. Some jokes get ever <laughs> overused like a lot. And pretty much, you know, it's it kind of spawned uh there's a there's a Brendan Fraser fan group meme page now talking about, you know, just be positive for Brendan Fraser and getting his life back together and everything. And like we get it. He had a rough go, everyone loves him. <laughs> no I can't I've never met a person who says, Oh, I don't like Brendan Fraser. You know? No, I don't think I ever have. No. And if I ever did meet that person, I don't want to associate Man, with them. I don't I don't follow any like meme accounts on Facebook. I don't either. They I really don't either. Like sometimes I see them and I'll flip through them like, "Oh, those are kind of funny." And then I kind of get away from it. Facebook's like suggested page feature has been just running rampant oh, on yeah. my account lately. <laughs> like there's been a definite uptick in like, "Hey, do you like this? Are you, do you like this thing? Please engage with the platform more." Yeah, and Oh, I hate it like when I talk about something and then I immediately get like Amazon suggested purchases of the thing I just talked about to a physical person. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't talk <laughs> about anything in my house because... Yeah, because Alexa's listening. It's listening everywhere. I'm surprised I didn't pick it up. Which <laughs> <laughs> because you didn't say the magic phrase. That's true. The only, like, not other person account I follow on Facebook is the one that posts each individual frame from Evangelion. Oh, oh, out of context, Evangelion out of out of context. No, no, it just posts every frame from from the series in order. Oh, and then restarts. Boy, by the time they get to the movie, that's going to be some awkward weeks. Oh, they're at it's at end of Evangelion oh. right now. And there's been some weird stills I've there's gotten. Been some weird ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen some too. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> other thing I checked. Oh, uh, the Suicide Squad. James yes. Gunn's the Suicide hey. Squad. Hey. I really, really liked it. Oh, yeah, it's good. Uh, it's not for the squeamish, that's for sure. That's what I hear. Um, it gets great. Oh, you still watching it? Still haven't watched it, but go ahead and talk about it, because at this point, if I haven't watched it, I, you know, it's that's that's on me. I mean, it's very good. Of course, you called it when you said, oh, there's all these characters, and most of them bite it real quick. Oh, sure. There's a whole opening sequence. They do a bait and switch in a in an interesting way though. I I like how they handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically what they don't know is you think the main team is the one with Harley Quinn and stuff on it. But it turns out they were the diversion oh, to really? get Bloodsport's team onto the island in this two-pronged military operation. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like team 1 is Flag, Blackguard, Javelin, Savant, Mongal, Harley Quinn. TDK. TDK. <laughs> Weasel's there, right? Weasel. Yeah. Oh, God, Weasel's was the best. I mean, Savant's was pretty good, too. Uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil the joke they do with Weasel, because it's good. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, like the whole movie just opens up with with uh, Michael Rooker's savant, who basically just looks like not blue yondu mixed with uh, a dirty old guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think because of the hair and his color scheme, he just reminds me of uh, Omega Red. He looks like Edgar Winner. Yeah. <laughs> but he like pasty they, white skin, white hair, white long hair. Yeah. But they build him up to be like this. You know, this kind of like this serious kind of, you know, gruff, badass of a character who can, mm-hmm. I don't know, ricochet stuff. I'm not sure exactly what his power was or his he ability. He uses like 100% of his brain so he can like calculate trajectory of things. He's limitless, man. He's limitless, man. Yeah. Well, well, they get to the beach. There's a whole big firefight. Uh, the guy who plays Blackguard. Um, um, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson <laughs> gets his face literally exploded. Oh, pretty good and uh gross and yeah. then uh it's one of the few mainstream films i've ever seen that uses ah, they died as a punchline like a lot yeah yeah because his character basically betrayed them all oh really and he's like hey i'm the one who contacted you yada 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 and flags like we've been made we've been made and then he's like come on guys come on and then ah and then savant goes full i'm out and starts screaming like a hysterical child and tries to paddle to sea. Oh, really? And then Waller blows his head up. Oh, jeez. And now while all this stuff is going on and people are just dropping like flies, you got Bloodsport, King Shark, uh, Peacemaker, Ratcatcher 2. I think that's it. I think it's his whole team. No, you forgot. Polka Dot Man. Oh, and Polka Dot Man. Oh, how could very, I forget Polka Dot Man? Very good in the movie. I also. have heard Polka Dot Man is like the best yeah. in the movie. One of the best in the movie. He has some, he has the, one of the best uh, running gags. Yeah. In the, in the, but every time you see him out of costume, it, it's really jarring because most of the time you just kind of watch, you kind of see him like basically just his face in his costume. Mm-hmm. But then anytime he's not wearing it and you see like his hair and stuff like, wait a minute, who's that guy? Oh, that's oh, Polka yeah, Dot Man. Polka Dot Man, yeah. <laughs> I read that uh, he found a cat on set when they were filming and adopted it. And, yeah. And, and the costume people made the cat a little Polka Dot Man outfit. That's great. I saw the pictures from his <laughs> from his Instagram. It is adorable. Yeah. It's like, it was like, it's like one of those feel good animal stories like when, uh, uh, Viggo Mortensen bought the horse he used in Lord of the Rings. Right. Or when he and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the other Australian guy. Sean Bean? No, the other one. No, the other one. Crocodile Dundee. That Yes, that's the one. No. Um, <laughs> he was, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's dread. Oh, Carl, Carl Urban. Urban. Carl Urban went to that uh, game store in New Zealand and bought like a bunch of Gundam and stuff. Oh. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. Yeah, because they're a bunch, they're, they're a couple of nerds and they like bought out a store of all their like Gundam models and stuff. Hey, that stuff gets expensive depending on the grade of model. Yeah, so already, that yeah. probably did really well no, for that they store. Did the, yeah. I already like Carl Urban and now I like Carl Urban more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Carl, Carl Urban is like a cinema like treasure. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't take himself too seriously. He really doesn't. And he, he picks just whatever roles he yeah. wants to. And, you know, I just love the fact that in Dread, he refused to take the helmet off and have, quote unquote, FaceTime yeah. because the character didn't. Yeah. Dread, Dread was a great movie, too. Dread ruled. Oh, yeah. And he's it's, a good Bones, too, in the new Star Trek. Yeah, he does channel a really good uh, DeForest Kelly. He, he does a really good job with it. Yeah. I mean, given what he had for writing anyway. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I don't hate 
the the newer Star Trek movies. No, they're fine movies. They're but just they not, really don't feel like Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, they're just not Star Trek. It's more movies. like, hey, you know all these names. Oh, look, there's Leonard Nimoy. You clapped when you saw it. You clapped when you saw it. I know what an Enterprise is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Those movies did have some deep cut, you know, references to Star Trek. You know, like the cat girls from the animated series. Oh, yeah, sure. I guess. Which Lower Decks also has. Because mm. the doctor on their ship yeah, is one of those cat, cat guys or cat people. Feline aliens. <laughs> I watched a couple more episodes of that not too long ago. And it is a good show. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. There's it looks like there's a lot of good references in it. Yeah, it's it's a solid show. I mean, I've I've considered getting Paramount Plus so I could watch it. It's better than Rick and Morty, which reminds me, last week I wanted to talk about that Rick and Morty episode I hated so much. Oh, the one with the Voltron robot? Yeah. It was so bad. Let's talk about it then. Oh, the episode title was is even an Evangelion reference. It was like... Uh, Get in the robot, Morty? No, it was Rick Vangelion. Oh. Jerry, neon Jerry Sis Rick Vangelion. Oh, gross. Even though it has nothing to do with the... It's with just, they just saw Giant Robot. Yeah. Here's Giant Robot. Yeah, and it starts out, Rick finds a f- giant ferret robot, Power Rangers ferret. It's the last one he needed to have the whole set of ferret robots so they can transform... And the family can have a fun time doing giant robot fights, which sounds like a pretty fun premise. They could make some fun jokes. Sounds kind of generic, but okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah th- that's the problem is they, they bungle the whole thing and it's very bad. Oh, really? Uh, like the characters who own the robot come back and they're anime characters drawn like anime, but like anime from like the 70s for oh. some reason. Oh. Like they make a joke about them having plus signs for teeth, which is not something anime has done in 30 years. <laughs> I mean, I get the joke. Yeah, but it's uh... not a, not a good one. And they they make like jokes about the way they talk like in a dub, like oh, like making the the, you know, the noises that old dubs used the, to do. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And that is like the most hack played out joke that's ever been done. Um, Yikes! It's a lot like if you remember that Dexter's Laboratory episode where, where he they builds had... a robot for the whole family. Yeah, it's like that, but it, not funny. Oh, <laughs> yikes! Okay, they turn it into like this kind of like mafia movie parody somehow, and like they just fail on every level to make a an entertaining giant robot parody, which is not a hard thing to do. No, you take a giant robot and you do dumb stuff with it. That's the parody. That's the fun part. That sounds bad. It's miserable. Oh, man. I'm glad I have stopped watching Rick and Morty a long time ago. I wish it was fresher in my mind so I had more examples of how bad it is. But when they started doing the anime dub voice joke, which would have been very funny in... 2002 but not mm. so much now <laughs> yeah yeah it, it was an episode written to make fun of anime anime by somebody who hasn't seen an anime since they saw akira on cable <laughs> yeah don't get me wrong like going back and watching like old dub dragon ball like i've been lately i could i see the jokes because that was back when they were doing voice dubbing to kind of match up with the mouth movements back then, and they didn't, they weren't even like trying. It was, it was just terrible. Yeah, but Speed yeah, but, racer, that yeah, sort of the, thing. The joke has been done. If I hold really yeah. still, they'll save money. Oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's been done on Dexter's Laboratory when they did a Speed Racer parody. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. It, it was done on Homestar Runner yeah. with Stinko Man. The Clerks cartoon did it when they did that bit about them going to the Korean animation studio. Oh, oh no, Bear is driving. Yeah. And that was way funnier. Yeah. And I think they did the plus sign teeth in that one, I think too. they did, yeah. But that was also... The year 2000, probably. Maybe earlier. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, we can't still be treading this ground in in the year 2021. There are jokes to be made about anime that are funnier than, boy, they sure do talk weird on dubs from 20 years ago. Like, yeah. I, I think dubs have come a long oh, way. Oh, yeah. Like, dub voice <laughs> acting is, like, it's gotten real good. Like, I love the dub cast in My Hero. Yeah, oh yeah, it's very good. I've watched it both ways because there's times when there wasn't dub episodes of the new ones and I'd gotten beyond what was dubbed and both of them You went beyond? I went beyond the dub. Plus ultra! (laughs) And Uh. both casts were good. I I enjoyed both versions equally. Yeah, it's... Yeah, anime, anime dub casting has... Yeah, it's not quite like the whole, you know... Sub superior, dub inferior, yeah. you know, argument anymore. It's not this. Yeah, it's not. I mean, people will still make that. Oh argument yeah, I mean, you, you're, you're gonna you're gonna have like you know, you know those Japanese animation nerd snobs, but you'll have that in any any fandom. You have anything, you'll have some guy like, well, actually, I'm a superior fan because you know, insert thing here. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I wouldn't gatekeep anybody for watching dubs. Oh no, 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 no. Hell, most of the time I watch my stuff in, in dub. Yeah, because I usually am not that invested to want to like read. Have, yeah, to want to read. That makes me sound really dumb. But well, sometimes I'm like doing other stuff. Exactly. Like, like I don't, I, I don't like doing subtitles when I'm eating because one, I'm paying attention to my food. Yeah, you got, yeah. You gotta have to devote all your attention to what you're putting into your mouth <laughs> to the meatball sub that you're jamming down your throat. Yeah, generally it's a pizza sub. Pizza, anyway. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay, that's all right. Good, good choice. <laughs> I like pizza sub. Pizza sub is delicious. Yeah. And you know, or if I'm eating something super crunchy, I don't know. For some reason, my brain like makes a disconnect. I don't know. Maybe I am the big dummy, but I don't know. <laughs> well, no, crunch, crunch, big crunch sound in, in your head means you can't hear the TV. I understand yeah. that. That's the logic's there. You can't hear your brain reading the words on the screen. That. That's pretty much what it is for me. Yeah. You're drowning out your internal monologue. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, dubs are good now. This just in, dubs are good now. <laughs> Joke has I, been done. Yeah. I, no, I, I will die on that hill that dubs are good now, I think. <laughs> it's Well, because anime is a bajillion dollar business now. It, it it's is. A, oh, yeah. It's a legitimate thing that makes people a lot of money. So, of course, they're going to spend more on oh, the yeah. dubs. Oh, yeah. Also, the fact that you can find like... You can find like anime collectibles even at like Walmart now. Yeah. Well, Walmart has an anime section now. (laughs) Like, I remember like you had to go, like, when I was younger and, you know, a young anime fan, you had to go to very specific stores to find what you wanted. You got to go to Suncoast. You either had to go to Suncoast or an FYE or Sam Goody. I remember when they installed the extended anime section while I was working (laughs) at the FYE. And then you got to pay $40 for a DVD that has two episodes on it. Yep. Or or it was $30 for a VHS that had two episodes yeah. on it. Yeah. The the anime uh, 
localized localization people said no we're not going to give up this sweet deal we have where we only sell two episodes at a time <laughs> at, a, at a way marked up price yeah yep the fact that you had like 20 dollars dvds but you had to buy 40 dollars anime dvds <laughs> we can put a whole season of the office on two dvds but you're only getting two episodes on this one of slayers next <laughs> Yeah, you go. You had to go dip real hard in the. Yeah, old that one, was right? that was the first like anime I thought of. <laughs> Man, I think at my dad's, I think I still have a bunch of old anime VHS. Oh, really? <laughs> They're probably worth something now. Oh yeah, I don't know. Collectors, about, I don't know about maybe. Maybe people yeah. love VHS. Yeah, like huh. like honestly, some of those old anime are probably worth something. You could probably get at least what you paid into them. Yeah. Break even. Which is saying something for a VHS tape. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like, I, I mean, I just have a lot of VHSs in general at my dad's, but like, I have like all the old Batman and Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles. Oh, yeah. I have a bunch of old VHS in my folks' house. I think there's well. a big cardboard box full of Disney's with those plastic the shells. Plastic clamshell cases. Yeah. With like the one infamous <laughs> Little Mermaid cover. <laughs> I also have that one. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's actually go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll get into some news. Zoinks, man. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. MB Subculture is the one-stop shop for all your geeky needs, from comics and collectibles to unique custom costumes, masks, makeup, and more. MB Subculture is located at 122 West Rensselaer Street in downtown Bucyrus, 567-806-5364, and online at subcultureoh.com. Hello, I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Long Play here on WZMO. I just wanted to take a minute to assure our many fans and listeners that my staff and I take our job seriously here at WZMO. We will always strive to bring only the highest quality audio entertainment to you and yours. Ah, who am I kidding? We just grab whatever album's on top of the stack. Join us every Friday at 11 p.m. and Saturday at 3 p.m. for Long Play. Tune in to see what we've come up with this week. Catch us every weekend right here on WZMO. Hey, we're back. That was uh, the ad break of the show. Uh, now we're going on to the other part of the show where we talk about news. Nailed it. It's morphin' time. It's morphin' time. Morphin' time. Because now I have the muscles and the power. <laughs> the best quote from Power Rangers, any media. Now I have the muscles and the power. power. <laughs> what is that from? What, which episode is that? That is from uh, Turbo, a Power Rangers movie where um, uh, Jason and Kimberly are uh, brainwashed to become evil and he's fighting Tommy and Jason punches him real hard and then says, now I have the muscles and the power. Oh, I remember that movie now. First it was he, terrible. First you get the muscles, then, then you, you get, get the, the power, power, then you get, get the women. Then you get the women. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, talking about Power Rangers, uh, so Hasbro has teamed up with uh, Renegade Studios, which is a big tabletop gaming company, to create a bunch of uh, tabletop RPGs based on various pop culture... Um, well, Hasbro properties. Yeah, properties. Uh, G.I. Joe, 
Transformers and Power Rangers. So now you and four of your closest pals can get together for three hours and pretend to be uh, Transformers and G.I. Joe's. Heck yeah. And Power Rangers. And Power, yeah. I don't know why I left them out. I don't know. That, j- the Power Rangers one just seems like it would legitimately be good. And then the other two just kind of seem like, that's kind of niche. <laughs> yeah, it's a little <laughs> niche. Uh, but you know what? We're not really into the general fandom of Transformers and G.I. Joe like we are I mean, Power Rangers here. If I'm a big Transformers fan. Well, but I mean, like, I'm sure there are people out there that are just as big into Transformers as we are into Power Rangers. I mean, I absolutely love the G.I. Joe cartoon. Okay, yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I love it when Robot Chicken makes fun of yeah, it. But I think you'd, just, you'd be hard-pressed to find four or five other people that want to pretend to be Shipwreck and Snowjob for a long time. I call Shipwreck's parrot. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the question is, do you play as uh, good guys or bad guys? Because I I don't know if I would want to be the G.I. Joe, but I absolutely would want to play a campaign as Cobra with... G.I. Joe NPCs trying to thwart my evil plans. Yeah, that does sound... Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, that sounds more appealing to me, too. Yeah. I mean, when the one time I tried doing some homebrew Transformers campaign, I was a Decepticon. Hey, there you go. Well... Doom tread. That also brings in the fact that these systems are modular and work together. So I guess if you can only get two guys that want to be G.I. Joes and you have... Another guy that wants to be Optimus Prime, and then a third guy that wants to be the Yellow Ranger. For some reason, you can make it work. It's, yeah, it's all right there. Yeah, I mean, Transformers and GI Joe have made crossovers in comics, and Power Rangers drive big robot. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do one for My Little Pony. I'm sure if it's these, right there. I'm sure if these sell, they'll probably extend it out to their other. Properties. Well, actually, not that long ago, there was a My Little Pony D&D collector set that came out. That's oh, right. that's right. Yeah. You got like a special D20. It was actually kind of cool. Like, I'm like, I was like, I kind of want that. I think, <laughs> I think they had like a little short adventure, too. Yeah. Kind of like the Rick and Morty D&D thing. Mm. Except it makes more sense for some reason than Rick and Morty does. I mean... My Little Pony's already kind of a weird magical yeah, universe. Yeah, it's a magical fantasy world. It's just horse people. I mean, it works. Rick and Morty just seems like cash grab. Oh, well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. like, cash grab and making fun of their players. Yeah. Their their fan base. That's what Rick and Morty is. Um so, but yeah, this um these tabletop games seem pretty fun. I don't know if we have a release date for them. No, uh, there's not. Sometime, I'm guessing sometime early next year at I, this point. I would imagine they, they're probably still on Kickstarter because everybody and their brother is doing Kickstarters anymore. Well, Renegade, they do a lot of Kickstarter. Uh, a, everybody, a, even big companies that already have their foot in the door have been doing Kickstarters. I, uh, so, you know, Power Ranger fan, you know. Yeah. Uh, so Renegade, they also do a tabletop uh, board game, modular tabletop board game that I've been uh, kind of collecting and um, every uh, major expansion for that they have put on uh, they've done as a Kickstarter and they blow their um, funding out of the water every single time. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're basically use Kickstarter as a way to pre-order 
um, pretty a product much. that they're already printing. Pretty much. Yeah. It always irks me a little when an established business uses Kickstarter. There was a, a Witcher board game on Kickstarter not too long ago. I'm like, why the heck would I give you money to make a wit? You could just make it. It's a multi-million dollar franchise. You could just make this game and sell it. <laughs> I, you know, I agree. I agree to an extent, but I think Power Rangers is, while it is an, estab- an established brand, I think it's niche enough. Yeah, that's more that niche than it the kind Witcher. Of, it kind of needs something like that. Witcher, and, yeah. And even Witcher Witcher's can, pretty niche, too. I don't know, people's parents watch it on Netflix. Now? Like, yeah. If they were to make a Pokemon board game and put it on Kickstarter instead of... <laughs> yeah. That would be that would seem wrong to me, but like something like. But do make a Pokemon board game though. That would be great because <laughs> the one they did have from back in the day, the Pokemon Master Trainer board yeah. game, it rules. Yeah, I played it. It's very yeah, good. It's very, it's very, very good. It's very good, and also difficult to come across. It's very expensive online. I still have mine. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're sitting on a tiny gold yeah. mine. It's missing a Dragonite chip because. A college friend stole it. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them were fighting over Dragonite a lot for some reason, and uh, it left the set. <laughs> well, oh, Dragonite was one of the only actual dragons in the original Pokemon. <laughs> it was, yeah. Like, that was the only line. Yeah, his, yeah, uh, Dratini. And Flareon is the only <laughs> fire type that can <laughs> learn Solar Beam. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that is a joke almost <laughs> exclusively for the three of us in this room yep <laughs> much like most of this show i mean you're not wrong we're basically we're, we're making jokes into the void that we all get yeah uh, <laughs> sometimes we gotta make jokes for us yeah we gotta make time for ourselves it's yeah self Self-care. 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 Yes. Self-care commentary. All right. So uh, what are some of the other things we want to talk about this week? We kind of, I'll be honest, a little bit of a light week, but uh, yeah. you know, there's yeah, a couple th- things. The beginning part of the show where you said we had a lot of news to cover, that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a handful of things we can make commentary on. <laughs> there is probably enough. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> it's the return of the freaks board uh, so remember that weird shaggy meme that was going around a couple of years ago where like they're talking about how powerful shaggy is because it never happened <laughs> no it did and now it's more real than ever uh, because <laughs> at the beginning of the new animated mortal kombat movie that's coming out and that's the thing is animated mortal kombat movies um in the in the WB animation opening, they always mm-hmm. do a little animated sting. Yeah. In this one, it's uh, Scorpion flipping around. Being Scorpion. Yeah. And then Shaggy comes bursting out of the WB logo with like green flames all around him and tells him to get over here, man, and then pulls Scorpion into the logo and it closes. So like, get over here, man. Exactly. Like he grabs him by the throat. Yeah. And drags him into this whatever. That's a fun little hellscape. Tribute. That's yeah. fine. It's okay. I mean, it all kind of started because there was an animated movie with Shaggy where he basically something happened to him. And I don't know if it was like a, a chemical or something, but it made him lose his cowardice or whatever. <laughs> he becomes God. Yeah. He like, <laughs> well, he's almost limitless. And he like fights like a whole restaurant full of bikers. Yes, yes. And that's basically what started the whole Ultra Instinct, only using ten percent of my power. You know, shaggy memes from like a year or two ago. 
I never thought it was that funny of a meme. I never thought it was either. But I actually do like this for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know. It's just fun. It's. I think it's more like just like a big company, like kind of just getting in on the joke. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like that uh uh that Leo DiCaprio meme where it's like you're where you're squinting and pointing at the screen like hey wait a minute yeah. I I like this I like them getting into this joke right up until the point where they start selling Shaggy Ultra Instinct action figures yeah don't because do that if they start making money off trying to make money off of yeah you yeah know, a, an organic online joke kind of thing it's almost the same as those uh, spongebob squarepants uh meme statues oh, those meme yeah. toys yeah yeah i mean there was a company well they're still a company but they're they're called like utunes or something yeah they advertise on my facebook they're the like time. vinyl figures some of them are memes others are some pop culture references some of them are youtubers i've never heard of that make me feel old <laughs> oh sure yeah yeah, yeah. Some of that. it makes my my skin start to feel loose and my bones brittle yeah that's that's me walking through the target and going through the toy aisle and seeing minecraft toys of youtubers yeah. that i don't recognize yeah it's basically like, if you're not the yog cast i don't know who you are i don't know I don't who, that, know who is. that is they were like the original Minecraft YouTubers. They're like the diggy diggy hole guys. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Didn't they steal a bunch of money though? Oh yeah, they're terrible. They're, they were terrible dudes. Yeah. They had like a Kickstarter that they for a game. Yeah, that was basically something. Minecraft. That was basically Minecraft, and then they then they took I the think money. That and was ran. after I think that was after like Moang actually kicked them out of a Minecraft convention or Minecon or something. I don't. Yeah. Okay. This was a long time ago. Yeah. Back when Minecraft was first, you know, the big thing. And now it's the big before thing the big for kids before the dark times before the <laughs> yeah, Fortnite the Fortnite game. or the Roblox. Uh, well, there's Roblox toys now too. There oh, are, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. and they're ugly. They're ugly oh. sin. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're terrible. They're absolutely awful. <laughs> like I hate walking into like the Lego aisle, and then you get to the end where the other building toys are, yeah. and you get into the. The, the Mega Connects and that's... <laughs> well, the Roblox characters always looked like Lego minifig knockoffs anyway. They do, yeah. They've, they've got to like just barely bypass copyright on that one. The best kind of distinct. Legally <laughs> distinct. Well, here's the thing. Lego is not copyrighted. It is patent protected. Yeah. I mean, it's... So people can make Lego-like things... I mean, there's no, there's as no. As long as they yeah. don't, yeah. I'm sure if you make something that's the exact shape and design as a minifig, though, you're, I don't think you're gonna get sued. <laughs> I bet they own like a cop, some kind of protection on that exact shape and design of the minifig. I don't know. I see a lot of, uh, I see a lot of folks at cons selling custom, uh, printed. That's true. Lego figs. Of well, I think all they, sorts of characters. Well, and I stuff. think they take like base. Oh, and they modify them. Yeah, they. I guess they, that's the difference. I think oh, they just okay. screen print designs. I see. And I think it's some a, people mold like. Because I have some knockoff Lego accessories that fit onto minifigures. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but never you never see a Lego knockoff that has a minifig that's quite as good. No, they're always no. just a little bit off. Yeah, and something... like they're they're and sometimes a lot of times they have like weird molding on them. Yep. Yeah. Like to give them almost like a three dimensional effect. Right. Hey Cody, you mentioned uh, feeling super old. Do you wanna do you want another reason to feel super old? Sure. Adult Swim turned twenty years old this year. Oh, uh, I remember when it came out. Me too. Remember the old stingers where it's just a pool? Yeah, it was just yeah. old people swimming. Bump, 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 bump. All kids out of the bump, pool. Bump, bump. Yeah. <laughs> 
I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, what the heck is this? Yes. <laughs> so Adult Swim, um, it's something that's still going on today as far as I know. I don't have Cartoon Network, but it is. It, it is. It it's is. their it's their late night block um, on um, Cartoon Network. It was originally just weekends, wasn't it? Or was it every night? I think it started it as. It might have just been weekends. Or like first. Friday, Saturday, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Because I remember, um, I remember Space Ghost Coast to Coast was kind of the pr- the big precursor to Adult Swim. Yeah, it was the Adult Swim show before there was an Adult Swim to put it on. Right, but uh, when when that happened, that was Cartoon it, Planet with all that stuff was. Wasn't no, it? Cartoon Planet was the kids version. Mm. Cartoon Planet was the kids version. Uh, yeah, uh, but it was Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Uh, I'm trying to th- remember what some of the original shows. Aqua Teen was an original show. Aqua home Teen. movies. Home movies. Uh, C Lab twenty twenty one. And although Home Movies was originally on UPN for like four episodes, right then, until it was <laughs> dropped. Uh, were were there any other? I think the Brack Show had. Yeah, well, Brack Show was there from the was, start. Was what a, was, was it? An original? Yeah. I thought Space Ghost was on a little bit before Brack Show came out. Well, Space Ghost was before Adult Swim. Oh, came true, out. true, true. Yeah, and uh, isn't that where they started playing anime late night? As well, like well, yeah. there was or something like that. There was regular tsunami, which was like right when you got out of school, right? And then there was late night tsunami, where that was the same stuff but unedited. Oh, so that's where I you see. got like Dragon Ball with blood and you know Gundam Wing with swearing and stuff like I that. I see, I see. Now, now with swears, <laughs> but uh, I remember watching a lot, a lot of Adult Swim. <laughs> yeah, I actually re- remember um, videotaping. Blank, oh. buying blank tapes. I still have a bunch of blank tapes of old episodes of Space Ghost and nice. and Aqua Teen and Sea Lab and stuff uh, at my parents' house somewhere. I liked when Toonami was hosted by Moltar. Yes. And like <laughs> when everybody talks about how much they like Tom, like that character. Oh, uh, the robot. Like, I'm like, I don't care about that guy. I want Moltar want- to tell me Sailor Moon's coming on. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those. Yeah. yeah. I remember those. And they always had like those little like, you know, kind of like stinger trailers of like shows with Moltar's voiceover. Mm hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, man. 20 years ago. 20 years. <laughs> I mean, Sponge or uh, not SpongeBob. Strong Bad's 20 years old now, too. Yes. That also that's even more that also ni- happened. That's, that's even yeah. more niche. Yes. <laughs> well, not as niche. You know, the more more and more these days I meet people that did watch space or not space ghost well they watch space ghost homestar but they watched homestar and strong bad are they our age group though yes oh yeah okay of course well yeah yeah i think it, it, it was the first wholly original internet content that was truly good yes <laughs> and also it was always you know anybody could have watched it it wasn't like a new grounds thing it was decidedly yeah. all ages yeah i mean it wasn't like a new grounds thing where you probably shouldn't have been on this when you were a kid yeah yeah. I mean, and they weren't afraid to like push it a little bit occasionally, but never, never bad. Y- yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like full of swears and grossness yeah. and I whatnot. I don't want to say that they were like all ages, like, oh, it's t- like wholesome. It's no. No. <laughs> but like they were never like punching down. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I, yeah. It was just good, solid entertainment yeah legitimately like funny writing uh animated internet cartoon and it goes to show how how good it was because uh the chat brothers are still the chapman brothers are still working in media today like yeah. between uh uh was it two more eggs 
that uh that disney that disney thing that yeah. they did and um i know one of them wrote for the aquabat super show gravity and falls, gravity falls owl house uh, yeah owl house yeah like they've stayed very active man i need more owl house in my life i love that show <laughs> but uh yeah no i uh it holds up too most internet humor absolutely does not Date hold is up. It's dated. very dated. Yeah. Dated. Yes. I tried going back and watching some Waterman Studios a while back and... Oh, no, that's not oh, going to be good. You're not going to have a good time. Oh, it was it was awful. I don't know how I enjoyed it back in high school. That's like when I, not too long ago, went back and tried to watch Bonus Stage and it was oh, just my God. awful. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine. I imagine it was. Uh yeah, but uh but Homestar and Strong Bad and the bunch, they 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 hold up. I mean they could make more today and they would and they occasionally do. Yeah, they do every now and then. Actually Strong Bad has a Let's Play series that has two episodes that is very funny. Oh yeah, where they've been playing the old uh uh what is it like Tandy yeah, just like the most ancient crusty yeah. computer games. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> It's like, super good. Stuff you don't see people play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I I personally, I went to Homestar Runner just to watch Strong Bad emails. I really could honestly have cared less about all the ancillary oh. Strong Bad or uh, Homestar characters. Oh, I just marinated in the whole thing, man. I, I mean, I eventually whole... went back and watched all their shorts and stuff, but and I was really there for Strong Bad emails. I was ravenous about it. Like any little bit of content I could find that they made, I oh, I had to have it. <laughs> I mean, as we're sitting here looking across the room at this collection of strong bad or of Homestar Runner characters, I do have the entire PVC set. My <laughs> cheat is somewhere in the room. I it's behind a shelf or something. I mean, I have a hoodie with the cheat on it from the original store. I had a strong sad shirt. Uh, I had a Homsar. With the back that said raised by a cup of coffee on it. I I was raised by a cup of coffee. I had a a messenger bag with Homestar on it and Mm -hmm. one with the cheat. I also, um, an age back when internet speeds were not great around here, I owned the DVD set of Strong Bad Emails. Yeah, I have several of the Dude, I remember. Yeah, I got one of them years ago, but like. I remember. So so you want to talk about DVD sets. Mm Mm-hmm. Somewhere I might I think I still have them uh, is the original red versus blue DVD releases. Oh, man. From Rooster Teeth. <laughs> oh, that is something that probably doesn't hold up today. Yeah, I'll bet it doesn't. I don't know. It's been a while since I watched it. You know what? That could be your check it out for next yeah. week. Watch Re- the old red versus blues. <laughs> Report back. See how many red versus blues you can get through yeah, before they, they say is before they say a slur or something. I think they might be on HBO Max. Oh, really? Maybe. Oh, we could Delta. all we could all marinate the in the prestige in entertainment of HBO Max. Oh man, <laughs> why are we here? Well, you know that's a very good question. <laughs> no, I meant why are we physically here in this canyon? Uh, <sighs> never been a big Halo guy. I don't know. I've never been a yeah. I mean, I worked at GameStop. We all played Halo. I was there Halo 2 opening night and then went to a gaming cafe and played a bunch of land multiplayer. Yeah, I mean, I oh, used yeah. to go to Mr. Egos, Mr. Egos too on occasion. Yeah. Oh, no, this was at Game Tech. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, the, o- the, the other, other one. one. The one across town rivals. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I didn't watch a lot of Red vs. Blue when it was originally on, but um, I do to this day still reference my fiery Latin temper. <laughs> that is a good that is a good joke i remember watching a bunch of it in somebody's basement was that it would have been my basement, basement? Yeah, yeah i think 
I mean, someone brought it over. Your parents and, do have a pretty dope basement. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. But yeah, it was with high school. We stayed up all night and I, I forget who brought it over. Someone did. And we watched, we binged like all of it. At the time. Yeah. And that, I, that's the only time I've might have ever been, watched it. Might I have been Ron, actually. Could have been. Yeah. Could very well have been. Pizza Extreme Team founder, Ron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Good times. Oh, man. Internet content. All so old. You know, if you think about like the old internet versus the internet now, it is. It was a better place. It was, yeah. Much better place. <laughs> Where where people had websites and not all the content was filtered through three different big websites. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. What was it? Uh, uh no, Bob Mackey. Yeah, Bob Mackey. He said, you know, he wishes he could go back to early uh, uh, mid nineties because you know the internet speeds way down, but the Weezer quality way, way up. up. <laughs> yep, accurate. Yeah. That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> It's he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some old other old stuff. Uh, um, yeah, other Urkel, old stuff. Urkel's back and not even in pog form. <laughs> wow. Oh, that yeah, that got me. That got me. Yes, Urkel is coming back for a cr- animated Christmas special. You heard it here first. First, <laughs> maybe. I mean, yeah, this is the first I'm hearing about it. If this is the only place you get news, then probably here. <laughs> yeah. Did we do that? We did that. We did cover this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jaleel White is back as the nerd boy Urkel, and he's doing a Christmas special for HBO Max. That's fine. Okay. I mean, I think the time may have passed for Urkel, <laughs> although part of this feels like they are using it as a test bed for a um fuller house style re- reunion series god i hope not of of uh um family matters i feel like urkel wasn't even supposed to be the main character of that stupid show no he wasn't it was supposed he, to be he uh, became it. carl winslow <laughs> it yeah. became the urkel show it yeah. did it did yeah where the storylines focused on him yeah now the question is is reginald vell johnson coming back for this i don't know or any of the other <laughs> I mean, I don't know. some of the other act- don't have actors there are no longer with us, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like, this is a weird one. I mean, there's worse sitcom characters you could bring back for an animated special for kids. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Cliffy's Christmas Spectacular. <laughs> Kramer's Cl- Christmas. Cliff, Cliff Clavin's. Yeah, from, uh, from Cheers. A Cliff Clavin Christmas. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Kramer's Christmas <laughs> Christmas uh. with the Kramers. <laughs> yeah, and they only brought back Kramer. Everybody else. Everybody is else is gone. Dude, yeah. Did you guys see where Netflix was? Michael Richards. Did you yeah. see? Did you see where Netflix was? Had a trailer for a hot new show there that's just dropping on Netflix, but it's just Seinfeld. But they had like a whole trailer, like it's a whole oh, new, pretending tra- like it's brand new. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's pretty funny because Seinfeld is now on on Netflix. Huh. I thought they would have ended up on like Paramount Plus or something. Yeah. Oh, weird. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm glad to see Jaleel White. I mean, he has been doing stuff. He was he was the uh, funny best friend on the uh, Big Show show. Do you remember that sitcom oh, about yeah. about WWE wrestler The Big Show? Yeah, and his he family. also had a yeah. he also had a show. Uh, it was called um, Wrestling. My wife and kids, maybe. Was he on My Wife and Kids? I don't remember. He did some show where he was like 
one of like the co-stars or whatever. And I remember the original ads for it where they kept basically like making jokes that he used to be he used to be Urkel. He's like, I moved past that. I moved past that. Oh yeah, that might have been yeah. I and thought then, you were talking about the big show. No, no. Yeah. I don't care about the big show. Hey, that show is actually pretty fun. Oh, it's yeah? It's actually pretty funny. I mean, the big show is not a great actor, but he they don't like try to set it up as he's just a hardworking, you know. Every man. Every man who happens to be eight feet tall. <laughs> he is the wrestler, the big show, but this is how this his sitcom happens in the downtime between his wrestling matches and his huh. next door neighbor happens to be former child actor, Jaleel white. <laughs> <laughs> so he's playing a, a fictionalized version of himself. There's that's, that's pretty funny. An episode where that's they like, funny. they constantly meet at the gym. And the joke is that Jaleel white can't lift all the weights that the big show can. Well, of duh. course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's the big show. Yeah. He's a big, re- he's the, the big wrestle man and he's an incredibly a, big wrestle He's man. a very big man. <laughs> Sorry, I just, we're talking about like wrestling and I keep glancing back to, in my brain to the WCW when they had RoboCop in there. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like 80s RoboCop, like breaking open a fake cell door. Yeah, they had that. They also <laughs> had a wrestler named the Shockmaster who they were hyping very much. And the uh, guy who was portraying the Shockmaster fell when he was... On like on his debut, like as he was running oh. out to the, like like not not a bit, like he tripped and fell running out of the gate on his first appearance, and it ruined <laughs> the character forever. Every, also, everyone was shocked. Also, the Shockmaster's helmet was a stormtrooper helmet that they bedazzled <laughs> and thought they could get away with it. <laughs> I mean, if 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 Terry. Whatever his name, whatever, whatever, whatever Hogan's actual name uh, is. Balea. Uh, kid had to pay Marvel rights to use the word Hulk in his name. That's right, brother. <laughs> you need to pay. You need to pay the the Lucasfilm for their Star Wars. Yeah. Helmet. That's why he heel turned and became Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> it is why because he didn't want to pay anymore. Yep. And then he went back again. Yep. Well, hey, listen, we're actually at time, so let's go ahead and wrap oh, things up for the show. We can't talk about the Attitude Era of wrestling oh, anymore. Man, I wish, <laughs> you know what? We'll save it for next week. NWO Wolfpack for life. For life. Ow! <laughs> All right, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You like social media, brother? We're on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon at Nerd Overload now. Oh, yeah. And here comes Hulk Hogan's lawyer, or no, Randy, Macho Man Randy Savage's lawyer. He'll probably send an email to staff at nerdoverload.com where you can reach us with any questions or comments you may have. You can also give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline, 586-372-8020. Leave a message and we might play it on the show and make sure there's audio in it, not three seconds of silence because we did get one of those this week. Oh, all right, all right. Well, hey, the nature boy Ric Flair is here also. Woo! <laughs> you can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps oh, such as... He didn't have anything else to say other than that? No, Does that's, he ever? that's okay. it. Okay. Does he ever? I, I believe I believe it's oh, nonsensical already... rambling and then... Woo! <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> and he's gone. Anyway, podcasts uh, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more... And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. 
So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Pizza out. I couldn't think of a good wrestling one. <laughs> this show was sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. <laughs>